Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering Bachelor Nation stars coming out and clapping back. Yeah, yeah. Cardi and Ye's new music. Yay. And a spooky sequel. Ooh, and this is episode 220. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's really nice to say 220 for some reason, but it's it's much easier. It comes off the tongue much yeah. easier than yeah. like a 217. You yes. know what I mean? I feel that. I feel that. Um, before we get to Bachelor Nation stuff this week, Veronica, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, you know, um, I'm doing pretty pretty good. Before I went to what was my fourth wedding of the year, mm. I got to see you, DJ. Let's go. Um, at a bar near us called Little Spirit for their fourth birthday. You were, you were now you know, playing some throwbacks, yeah. playing some newer stuff as the night got going. It was a good time. People were loving it. People were, uh, you know, being all like, yo, let me hire you. And, you know, I realized that I should just really be your manager. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you get a cut of this. I mean, it's only going to get crazier when the acting kicks in, too. But... It was pretty crazy. Like, uh, I was asked to do it, and I haven't really DJed in a little while, but um, especially in like a club atmosphere, bar atmosphere. But it was fun. You know, I got to play all the songs that, like, the thing about with me DJing is like, I just like to play fun music that I've always liked throughout my life. And it's not necessarily like the new stuff now. It might be a mix of that, but a lot of the old stuff, like, so you never know what I'm going to play. I could play anything. And people are just like back uh, song after song. They're just like, I can't believe you're playing this. This is awesome. I'm just like, so it was, it was really dope. Um, And I've got some like work coming off of that. So, and I got a pretty penny doing it. So it was, it was a good time. I definitely enjoyed that. Um, What else you get into? Yeah, so um, I went to the very exotic Omaha, Nebraska for my cousin's wedding. Mm. Um, I was there with my entire family, so my parents, my brothers, my one brother's girlfriend, um, and it was my cousin on my mom's side, so I got to see all of those cousins and some of their kids and all that good stuff, danced up a storm as I tend to do. Dope. Um, they had a, a cigar bar, so I had a cigar with my brothers, which is stories. Fun. Why not? I know why not. Um, and um, yeah, we just we had a blast. It was Omaha's cute, very Midwest, very you know what you would expect of Omaha, I mm-hmm. guess. And it was the tail end of the College World Series, so there were still some fans around because it was only at that point I, it had been knocked down to the final two teams, Ole Miss and um, Oklahoma. And Ole Miss ended up winning it like the, as we were leaving. So, nice. But it was a great time. So, uh, But what, what about you, pal? What have you been up to? Well, um, you know, we mentioned DJing thing, which was a really fun night. I was just nervous about it, but it ended up being good. And um, everyone loved it. So that was that's all you really want to do it for um an interesting thing that kind of happened is like you know over the last year i've been kind of like on my linkedin a little bit more because 
you know, I had taken that little hiatus on on Instagram and Facebook earlier in the year, which made me kind of go to LinkedIn a little bit more as my mm. social media escape. And um, so just, you know, hi, like, you know, with the promotion and all these awards and stuff, just keeping it up to date. And um, my college actually like reached out to me. Um, I was wondering when they were going to reach out to me because like, you know, our, our school is like, no, I'm just saying, don't give me the side eye um, because our college is known for people that actually like not only graduated, but do stuff in like media or that type of thing that you went to school for. They want to be able to talk about that with you. So I was Great. waiting for them to kind of like, you know, I'm pretty successful in my career coming out of that school, you know, um, and it's been a while since I've been out of that school. So they they somehow came across my LinkedIn and wanted to, the alumni like committee of the school wanted to do an interview with me. So they want me to be involved with their like alumni events that they have here in Atlanta and, you know, being a mentor to other students and stuff. So, um, I I'm like pretty excited about that's essentially what, what I want to be doing is, is helping other people kind of figure out their lives because, you know, everyone has this like idea of what they want their life to be and stuff. But really what's, What's kind of been my success is is been able to um, like carve my own path, but also be able to learn different things, you know, not just like I went to school for just music, really, but music hasn't been everything in my life. But because I, I've done all these other things like learn video and and learn how to film and learn how to do graphics, it's allowed me to like free up some time to be able to make music, which we'll talk about later on in the show for a slapper. But for sure. um, so that was cool um, to be recognized by a school. And then I went and did an acting workshop for like three hours on Saturday with I think I talked about it last week, but it was um, being led by the president of the agency that I want to be signed to. And I feel like I made a pretty good impression. Like, That's good. I picked this audition that like you they gave us like like 10 auditions to pick from and i picked mm. one that literally was from ordinary joe the show but it was like a scene between joe and his sister and i and i picked the sister to be like do Ooh, my audition dare to be different yeah so like i was for some reason there was like 20 kids in the class i went not kids but actors in the class and um and like two or three other like uh women did the scene that i did so by the time it came to me it was like i was the last person to go for some reason um i, th I think it was like alpha alphabetically or something but uh maybe you know it made it a little different scene he was and and so he pulled me aside like right he was like can can i can we do something real quick because he was doing like redirects where he'd give you like a new direction and then you had to film it in front of the class like right there live so he was like come with me the only person he did this to um he pulled me to like the stairwell like behind the whole class and stuff and he was like have you ever seen the oc and i was like uh yeah i've seen the oc mm, what like, you say <laughs> yeah so <laughs> essentially i was like california and um so yeah i mean uh he was like do do it like this like like this person in the show, like you want, you're trying to get like $2,000 from them or $10,000 or something. I was like, okay, you know, he gave me all these directions and you're like, as an actor, you're supposed to just be like, I got it. Like, let's go. Um, I feel like I pretty, I, I did a pretty good job of like nailing it. And he was like really happy with it. Um, you know, being able to have that one-on-one -on -one time with him was really cool. So, you know, just another step towards, um, you know, making my manifestations come true, you know? So, um, that went well and yeah, just overall, like just a very 
very good week for your boy. I don't know what more to say than just like I'm just very happy in life at the moment. So, um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you for coming out and supporting me while I DJ. So um, I'm glad you had a good time. But why don't we do what we like to do here? Yeah, it's that time to talk about Bachelor stuff on our show. <laughs> yes, this show provides all the Bachelor drama you've been missing in the offseason. But before we get to talking Bachelor, YouTube, why don't you go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, huge shout out to you. Ooh, Air horns for you. Oh, man, V, I love you cheerleading back there. What do we got for Bachelor news this week? So, as we know, Nate and Michelle are broken up, and obviously, you know, that gets the people talking. And so, Nate wanted to make sure he cleared up any rumors or anything from the jump. So, wouldn't that suck to just like break up and have to like, you know, have to like defend yourself? yourself? Like, have to immediately be all like, yo, like, it's at the same time, that's what they signed up for. I suppose. And but he kind of does look like an F boy. Like, you know th- what I'm saying? He does make that note. So he like, you know, did a whole Instagram post being all like, no, I didn't cheat on her. And like, yeah, I guess I give off like, you know, everyone's said during the show that I was a walking red flag because of, I don't know, the piercings, the tattoos, the like, whatever, my swag, like this, that or whatever. Um, and so he's like, but like, you know, what do you think both- about all that? Do you think that's that's true? Was he being stereotyped? I don't know. Like, I mean, I was iffy about some of his behavior. I just felt like he was a little immature in some of the points of the show. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I'm into the piercing. Like, I love that he has a nose ring. I like his earrings. I like his look. In obviously, general. I'm not hating on tattoos and piercings. Your boy's yeah, got them obviously, too. like both of us are like, we can't be. But I there's mean, more to that. There's like an essence of something. You That's could have an essence of douchebaggery, but yeah. or like, I mean, I don't know, but I, I, I don't think that's like that does not make you know the whole situation. But, um, yeah, I don't know, and and I mean, I know Michelle is definitely struggling too, so I'm guessing it just was kind of from what they, their collective statements have continued to be. I think it was just you know they try to make things work and it just kind of like their paths were not really you you know what i think this is this is where i think the red flag was and i don't think it's on him i think it's really on michelle like she um was infatuated it seemed more with him than anything it wasn't like it was built off of foundation of a relationship really you know Uh, i would i would think like someone as smart as michelle would be like all right what do you what do you do for a job? Like, you know, what I'm saying what do you want in like, you know, an actual like future? You know, obviously. Yeah, ha, nice. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I like to think like what what do you want to do? Like how many kids do you want to have? Like, do you want to be married right away? Like these are things that I, I think, you know, I'm trying to do in my relationship, like, you know, be having communication like that. I know it's on TV, but I don't remember really them setting that relationship foundation right and And obviously like there's stuff that we don't always see but i do feel like you know she was always seemingly more all in than he was and i'm not saying that that's to make him out to be like the f boy the douchebag the whatever but i just think you know she was like 
her brain was set on like what this could be for the future. Maybe his wasn't mm-hmm. and maybe more the time that they spent together. They were realizing that like they're, uh, you know, that's the not what I see. Relationship what I see that's not on this list right now is um that that conversation that popped up about um what's his name? Is it Evan or somebody in Carly? They got they found each other. Evan on, and Carly. Evan and Carly. And I think they had like a kid and stuff. But I was just seeing him yeah, do an interview. Kids, I think. I was just seeing him do an interview about how, like, um, you know, that was exactly what he said. He's like, you know, we were in the bubble of Bachelor in Paradise, which was amazing, but we never really established, like, our like what uh, we wanted out of a relationship, our future, and, like, a foundation. Right, because he already had two kids from, like, a previous marriage, and yeah. then blending with her. That's a lot. There's a lot of dynamics that, like, when you're, like, just on this crazy show doing these crazy things, like, doing the hottest kiss ever was, like, their big thing, mm. and, like, whatever. Um, Yeah, you don't, like, sit and consider, like, huh, what is this going to look like when we have our own kid? Like, our family's meshing, like, dealing with, like, the other factors that go into that. Like, right. there's so much things, and, like, even just at the beginning for Michelle and Nate, like, he was supposed to eventually move to well he was supposed to move in with her at the beginning of this year and then they decided that that wasn't the right move like they wanted to take their time and whatever but it's like then after a while it's gonna you know depending on like where you think things are gonna go or like what timeline you want things to look like yeah it's not gonna work out yeah um i I wonder how michelle's doing because like this is exactly what she wanted to avoid the whole time right right so I don't even know if there was a good choice for her, you know, now no. that I think about it. <laughs> I don't know. I so don't know. This might have been the safest, like, nice little out, you know, a nice little relationship for a year or so and then call it quits. Six months, I think. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. Um, well, uh, V, what else we got? So it was um, it was Pride in a lot of places this past weekend. Um, and Elizabeth Corrigan, who was known for, you know, kind of like being against some of the whole shrimp gate, everything. Um, she was like her and Shanae battled it out. She came out as bisexual this past week. She like, you know, went to pride, did a whole pose to the whole thing. She's very in with some of, uh, I think it's Justin takes the batch. He's like one of the, you know, kind of like recap influencers out there that is good friends with friend of the show, uh, Kelly Johns. And, um, you know, I think it was, it's cool to see, like, I definitely, I'll be honest, I got queer vibes from her when she was on the show. Like, I just, I just didn't see her buying into liking Clayton as much as some of these other girls did. But, um, I mean, I'm happy that she's living her truth now. Yeah. It might be interesting to like, you know, it's, it's always interesting to kind of go back and see like the girl squad that she had around her and everything. And she, you know, she kind of had, like she had those vibes. Um, and she's beautiful too, so good for her. I'm I'm happy for her. Uh, what else we got? Um, yeah. So Dean and Kaylin. Oh wait, uh, she she's the one that like did like the fashion like the bachelor bachelorette shoot too, right? Like they probably made her like take it down and everything, but she did like a whole shoot where she was like kind of trying to look like she was in the running to be the bachelorette. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. those days. Um, all right, sorry, sorry for cutting you off. What else we have? You're fine. Um, so Dean and Kaylin, like, so Dean is, still has his podcast. I suck at dating with Jared. Um, you know Ashley Guy's husband. No way. And, and yeah, I think it's funny. So Kaylin went on there to like kind of clear up some stuff that has been going around because there's been some quotes and things that I guess Dean has said on the podcast about you know 
because they're practically engaged, I guess, but they kind of like live in this weird space of being like, yeah, we're like engaged, but like blah, blah, blah. Like we don't believe in this whole like the, the marriage industry complex, whatever, which like I don't know how much Kaylin doesn't believe in that. She comes from like the beauty pageant world and everything. Like I feel like she might think differently than little Dean. Yeah. But um, they so like he said stuff on the podcast being all like, well, I'll get her a ring when she gets me a new truck, she makes more money than me. Uh, like with her like Instagram like ads and everything and like blah, blah, blah. Cause she's a woman and all this and that. Like, I feel like fair is fair, this and that. So like, she kind of came on to like, be like, yo, our relationship is fine. Like Dean's making a fool of himself, but like, we obviously like, we believe in the, like uh, our, you know, our relationship and we believe in where it's going to go. Like, we want to stay together. We want to be together. Like, we don't really know if we are going to do this, that, or the other. Like, if we're going to do a traditional marriage, if we're going to do all this and that. But, like, she was like, but, yeah, no, I kind of still would like a ring. But um, <laughs> but it's just interesting to see, like, where they're at. And also the fact that he's getting in trouble and that she's having to answer for it because people are, like, sending her stuff of clips of his show being all like, yo, is this your man's? Like, what <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think about it? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a funny I could see how Dean was trying to make like a funny comment and also make like a commentary on the fact that he's like, well, she makes more money than me. Like, why am I the one shelling out this money on a ring or like whatever? Um, but also, like, I feel like they, I'm sure they do a lot of like equal back and forth of things. I'm sure there's some finances that are shared in some aspect like i think like i could see where he was coming from and what he what does he do for money if he does like other instagram stuff and like the the podcast i'm guessing i don't know um yeah i mean there's two ways to think about it i I think he's he was like being like well you know you get me a truck but she lived in like a truck with him like she's like bro how much money have you saved like with his girl that's like you know, not asking for much out of it, just just to have you, you know? Yeah, after she was, like, humiliated on national TV by him. On her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's a memory that you, you'll always remember every year. Um, Literally. Go on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just it's at least... Goddamn but the thing is, because you know what it is, is he's just scared of what comes after the ring. Yeah, I feel like he's still a commitment phobe through and through. Yeah. Which, you know... I, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle on this, you know, uh, because I truly believe like people shouldn't just get married because they're like, it's been a long time or because oh, I, I totally pressure. feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's just and I, I, I do believe people can just I mean, I be feel complacent. like I've cha- yeah, I, I've, I've changed my tune on this a little bit. Like I would like to be married one day, but like. But like to just think like, what does that change? It doesn't change anything between them, really. Besides, no, like, I mean, if it's in Kaylin's head that she wants a ring, then, you know, that's in her head. That's not like what the reality is between the both of them. Like, unless, you know, eventually that'll eat away at her. Like, you know, this is the stuff right. that happens. Like, eventually you have to shit or get off the pot. Right. That's just kind of how it is when it comes right. to when it comes to getting married. People feel like, oh, man, it's a terrible analogy for getting married. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's true. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, uh, plus Kaylin's a, I, I, I've always, she's one of my favorites. So she's a smoke. Oh for my sure. goodness, dude. But yeah. also Dean, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's pretty cute himself. Oh he's, no, I love Dean. Yeah. I've been seeing some like old Snapchat memories from back when I used to do like, uh, um, watch my tipsy talks by myself, like on my Snapchat mm-hmm. with Rachel Lindsay season. And I was thirsting after Dean. Oh my goodness. I was thirsting. Get your bottle of water out. Jeez. <laughs> sip up. sip up um well uh what else we got here yeah so pilot pete um has made some statements about why he isn't coming to bachelor in paradise he was like i was really gonna do it we couldn't agree on a contract like money wise and everything that was gonna go and especially like he i guess had already gotten that he's still a pilot um still hoeing it up in the air um, but he had got, I guess he had gotten the days off. He like had even like really got enough time, a buffer, whatever. And he's like, but you know, they just, you know, really hadn't checked the do th- final. Do you think it's like money? Potentially. Or do you think he was going to, I think it's between like, they, they weren't going to give him enough money where he was like, look, you want me to come? I'm going to be like definitely a target on this show or a selling piece of the show this season that and also the fact that he's probably scared of looking like he's just barely getting out of like he's not even out of it like out of like he looks he just in general hasn't had the best reputation during the show after the show whatever like he's just doesn't have like the best look like i of all of them and he even said like you know he had his eyes on some chicks maybe multiple, maybe one, whatever, that we're heading to the beach. And so he's excited. I guess he mentioned like maybe somebody from Clayton's season. I mean, Victoria Fuller, who was on his season, is supposed to be there. I mean, they, so, they already smashed though, right? I mean, I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I think I think that she got like a fantasy suite and then went home. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure. But also, what if it was uh, Shanae? I'd Ooh. go to the beach for Shanae. Oh, you know, what's really hard right now. It's Pilot like Pete and Shanae are an interesting couple. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Wild. Um, you know, it's really hard to get out of these like bachelor, like bachelor in paradise spoil, like in general, bachelor nation spoilers are heavier than ever this year. For some I know, reason, I'm, I'm avoiding them. I like even if I start to see a TikTok about it, I'm like, swipe like <sighs> bro, it's really hard, be though, here. because like I'm, I'm like, I just want to know. You know, I know, and but I'm hoping I'll forget. Don't be spoiling for it. For I'm yourself. not going to spoil. Like one rule is a show. Side. I know, we I have, know. We have one rule. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh I, I'm just hoping I'll forget by that time. You know, but you probably, um, well, your your memory is not great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh, well, what else we got? So, um, I thought you know this was actually something that you sent to me, mm-hmm. and it was these uh, stories done by I believe Pardeep, who was on. Um, who whose season was that? Whose Bachelorette season just happened? Um, it was uh, Michelle's. Was... No. Yeah, I yeah. think it was Michelle's. Um, he Pardeep, who was the first you know Indian guy to get a rose on the show. He um, Which is I guess crazy it's to say, right? It's kind of weird. To... Yeah, I mean, it it's not that say. crazy, but it's crazy for like for me because like you know I I don't know because I'm Indian, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I would think like, we're pretty hot. Like, why don't you pick more of us? You know? 
Yeah, well, because there's been some on the show, but they seemingly don't make it past the first night. So these um, were these were uh, uh, first of all, shout out to my cousin for sending me this. I love it when like you know people actually are like interacting with us and send us. Oh things, yeah, people you know? send me stuff all the time, and I just like boop <laughs> right in my notes. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, my cousin Erica, I love you. <laughs> Um, so regardless, I think this was the brother of Pardeep or something like that. Right. And what was yeah. he saying? Yeah. And he put, po- he posted like a couple of stories about just like how in a lot of these reality shows, these Indian men have been painted either as like villain or less desirable. So like shaken love is blind villain. But I think that was kind of warranted. Yeah, to be that, that was warranted. Um, I, saw, I saw that one. And then like, you know how in general in media, like if you're an Indian man, you're being perceived as being like weak or meek or just nerdy or like undesirable or like whatever. And like how I guess Pardeep was supposed to be going on bachelor in paradise and then all of a sudden he wasn't gonna go like it's become like a whole thing it's like abc pulled his contract or something i don't know all the details but it definitely does seem fishy and it just does kind of continue this whole very white based casting that they tend to do yeah i mean I, i i don't i don't know really how what to think about it but i do know that it would have been interesting. He was like a fan favorite a little bit back then, if I can remember. I mean, he was yeah, off he, early. Yeah, he definitely, he made his, even after he left the show, he was very active, um, you know, posting about it and everything. And I think he was well-liked amongst the other cast members. So I definitely think it would have been beneficial to have like someone like him who could be a peacemaker, just a general good guy on the beach. Um, and also just show once again like an indian man being desired but you know abc fumbling the bag yeah um i i, I would have loved to see uh what it what it would have looked like on the beach for him you know would he have gotten love would it just like would them be like see look no one wants the indian guy i don't know Yeah, which would be sucky it That'd would be, be sucky. Real shitty. well they picked the wrong indian guy then probably they should have picked your boy but you missed <laughs> out you missed out <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, I, I, I just think, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it'll just open the door to more in upcoming seasons and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else? Yeah, so Cam Alea, who I guess was on, um, he was on Hannah Brown season. I thought he was on a different season. He was on Hannah Brown season, and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise. Um, he got... Um, his right leg amputated due oh to gosh. a condition he's been having for his entire life called lymphoma lymphedema oh my goodness um, which, um i mean wasn't he did he do i think he did paradise yeah, and he did paradise. and he i remember him talking about this and people like mm-hmm. didn't really take him seriously and yeah because stuff. like he had something because he like had a limp and stuff i think oh that's so sad yeah um i but uh, he's supposedly on the up and up he's healing um and everything. Wow. Uh, but so hopefully, you know, that we wish him the best and, you know, hope hope that he continues on, you know. Yeah, I remember they tried better. to make him like a villain type thing and on the show. Um, yeah. You know, he had a strong personality and stuff. But afterwards. ABC always be Cam. Yeah. Um, yeah, always be Cam. Um, you know, after the show, I know he went hard for this and it's just like. Man, those are stories that really make me um, like just be grateful for whatever all the health that I do have and stuff. Right. You know, you know those Same. are these are things that like, 
you know, I'll be like running on the treadmill and just be like, you know, thinking like how grateful I am that I'm able to do it on my last mile. I'm like, I can't do anymore. And then I just like think about like, I got legs and I can use them like, you know, um, so you know, um, good for him and great spirits. It sounds like, um, after something like that happening and, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I know we don't have anything else listed here, but I mean, uh, I did see a promo for the bachelorettes, um, this past week. Did you happen to see that? I saw that it was pushed around. I didn't like actually watch it, watch it, honestly. Know. You know, we have a few, a bachelor podcast. We I know. I just didn't see I'm just it. Joking. I've been I'm busy. Joking. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm it looked waiting like. waiting for the show to come out. Promos mean nothing to me until yeah, the show Yeah, but comes you know, out. if we're talking about it before the show starts, um, you know. I know, but like, what's another promo when it's all going to be clipped together a different way than it actually is? I mean, I didn't see really anything interesting. So in that regard, you're okay. But um, it seemed like, you know, they're they're going to get some, you're going to get the drama, of course, but the girls are on and it looks like they're on a united front. You know, it's going to be nice. That's to, all I care about. Yeah. That's all I care about is that they are not trying to take these girls down or against each other. Right. Because that was, that's the biggest fear of like doing something like this mm-hmm. is that, I mean, like I think about like anything in media entertainment history of how it's always pinning two women against each other. Yeah, I mean, I think- like we can think about the Bechtel test for movies about how like, to pass the Bechtel test, like two female characters have to talk to each other about something that isn't a man. Mm. So, mm. Um, I have to look more into that. Uh, well, I think this is ABC trying to do something here, but at the end of the day, they're still competing for you know the same group of men. So, I'm sure they're gonna cross cross uh, paths at some point. And it- I mean, they both liked the same man before, and they somehow worked that out. So. Good so point. We'll Good point. We'll um, what do you guys think uh, of the promo? If you saw it, leave it in the comments below. What do you think about Pilot Pete? What do you think the reason why we're not going to see him on the beach and he's just going to be in the in the sky? Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, do you think Nate was a red flag? Because there was something there. Um, would you like to see a, a brown person like uh, me on the beach? Yeah, leave that all in the comments and let us know. Yeah, the yeah. answer to that is yes. Yeah. Okay. If if it's no, then don't leave that in the comments below. Don't leave that's that in just, the comments because we'll report comment. you. It will report you. Okay. Um, but shout out to everyone leaving kind things in the comments. Um, all right. That's our Bachelor stuff this week. Uh, v, why don't we get into something we like to call Head Kids. What do we got? Yeah, so it was the BET Awards this weekend, which Bet. I did not watch because I was on my way home from Omaha and then also I heard that they were like four hours long Mm. so I just didn't watch the rest of them but I did watch some clippies because uh our girl your girl Mm. Chloe Bailey oh yeah um she performed and she did a phenomenal job yeah it looked Um, like Beyonce even sent her flowers afterwards being like great job oh yeah I mean mama B yeah I mean those those girls are pretty much the protégés of Beyonce right Mm -hmm. and um, they're under her wing yeah Chloe's been out here like really going hard with you know um, the sexy and I'm all about it. I mean, she's just pounding treat us me with how it. You treat me. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, she looked great. That was awesome. Um, what else came out of that show? The highlights, the lowlights, the highlights, the lowlights, um, big winners for Jasmine Sullivan, the weekend, Anderson Park, silver silk Sonic, that whole bit. Um, Taraji B. Henson was the host. It was too long. The, the show was like four hours long, too long. Um, 
But, you know, there was some controversy around Jack Harlow being there and performing. And, like, it was a whole thing. But he, like, showed support for Lil Nas X, wore a shirt of Lil Nas X on the red carpet. Because that was, like, kind of, like, the whole controversy. It's like, yo, like, what? Like, Jack Harlow's going to be here. Like, Well, the controversy was that, like, what? Because their song together... Was, I think it was their song. It might have been their song. Well, together. they was kind of like not nominated or something. And Lil Nas X is like, this is one of the biggest songs of the year. Um, so there was that. Uh, Jack Harlow brought out Brandy, who like you know because he did an interview before. He's like, and they were like, yeah, what about Brandy? He's like, what is? Wait, Brandy's Ray J's sister. Like he didn't know any of that stuff. And then Brandy, oh Brandy came back and did like a verse over, um, what's it called? Uh, what's first class? Yeah. And then they came out and performed it together at the BET Awards. It was great. Yeah, it was great. So, um, which is good because Ray J just came off of verses this past week. Um, well, it was really Mario and Omarion. It- yeah, which that, that was interesting. Yeah. Was- um, so, yeah, I mean, Ray J uh, wasn't really hitting the notes. Uh, and, like, there was, like, Bobby Valentino and Pleasure P and who's the other one? Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're all looking like they're trying to make, like, a super group together called RSVP, which is a pretty smart name for them. That um, is smart. Speaking of R&B singers, what else um, was happening there with the BET Awards? Yeah, Gibeon, um had a really, really off-key performance like it was already making its rounds on the twitter sphere um if you could really get a break from like the horrible news in our american government on the twitter sphere but um but yeah he was off key people think it was because his like um it ear pierces or whatever were, no, like, i know what it was it was the engineer put the auto-tune in the wrong key. So every time he was trying to sing, if, it, if auto-tune's in the wrong key, it doesn't matter how good you sing, it's just going to be wrong. You can mm. hear it happening and stuff. So it's not the mic. It's not like his hearing or anything like that. When, you know, he's panicking because he's on a huge stage tr- and he's got an incredible voice and he knows he sounds like shit in his ear, you know. So it's just like, what's going on? Like he can't even catch it if he wanted to without pulling out. Right. Even if he pulled out his ear, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the voice is going to be off key. And mm. that's the problem with using auto-tune is if you don't have it in the right key, it's it's not going to help. But if you don't have it on, people are just going to clown you because everything is auto, auto-tuned these days. So um, even when they say they don't and it doesn't sound like it's on there, it's on there. So um, You tell us. Yeah, I mean, I know. Behind the curtain with Cy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love auto-tune, so I don't be hating on it. Um, I'm a huge fan of T-Pain, which killed it the other night while I was DJing. Every time I played a D, uh, T-Pain song, everyone was, like, going crazy. T-Pain hits, and T-Pain's from here. Oh, so. my goodness. T-Pain is the best. So, um, auto-tune all day. Uh, what else we got for quick hits? So, um, a new Cardi B song um, with Ye and Young Jock, um, right? Young Jock? No, right? it was Little Dirk. Young Dirk? Who is it? Little Dirk. Little Dirk. Little Dirk. Too many small, big. <laughs> well, young, this is interesting old. just because I'm not like I'm not the biggest fan of Little Dirk. I know the kids love him and stuff, but having Kanye and Cardi B like this is gonna be huge. Like, yeah, you know, this is a move by Ye for sure. Um, you know, I, I especially with like with WAP coming out, Kylie being involved in that. Like now, Kanye's involved in the next Cardi mm-hmm. B song and stuff. So um, hot shit. Uh, you know, every time like you know. Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion come out, it's always like a very bold statement in the, t- I know, as the and title. It's, and it's summer. We're looking for 
we're looking for our song to throw some ass to. Yeah. So, do, do you have a song yet that is in the running for um, throw throw ass of the summer? Of the summer? Song? Yeah. Man. Um. <sighs> I don't Cause, know. Because Meg hasn't really been hitting like that this year. I feel like she's losing her steam. I mean, Meg, Meg stay hitting for me always. But yeah, I feel like I'm like going back to her older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything like I've been obsessed with. Uh, Chloe just came out with a new song, Surprise, which is good, but it is sexier. And then like Treat Me is kind of like a ass thrown song, but it is a little bit. It's like not a summer. It didn't start at the summer. It came like earlier in the year. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have one yet. Um, well, I mean, this is the summer of dance, it sounds like, because Beyonce came and gave us... I mean, Beyonce, yeah. I mean, I've been dancing around to Break So you're feeling it? So you're feeling it? Oh, I love Break Myself. I was listening to it while I did my makeup earlier. Okay, okay. Just just, just feeling what the streets are saying. Um, what else we got? Hocus Pocus 2 is coming. Would you call me? No, I'm just joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It will be coming to uh, Disney Plus September 30th, ready for your Halloween season to kick it off, which I think is a smart move. Um, I love I love a Hocus Pocus, bringing up bringing back the you know the trio: Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Kathy Najimy. They're all ready to return, and they're gonna wreak havoc as they do. Um, it looks like it has like some kind of like younger up and coming. Um, actors in it right now. Some who I know were like in, I think, the new Gossip Girl and stuff like that. So definitely um, going to be a more modern take. You know, the Sanderson of- sisters are back. And you know what I was really surprised by is how much they look like they did in the original one. I mean, back obviously. Back in 1993. Isn't that insane? But I mean, makeup right. goes a long way. But yeah. I mean, they were already kind of looking, looking hideous in, in the original one. So it's like. You know, Sarah Jessica Parker is beautiful, but, you know, you throw like a witch nose on her and stuff and yeah, right. you can kind of get that look back. But um, I'm excited about it. It looks like they're revamping it. Speaking of like, like I was hearing that, uh, what is it? Paramount is actually putting out a prequel series for Greece. It's called Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we need more Grease. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we need more prequels to old ass movies. Like, you yeah, know I don't saying? know. Like, Grease was already like thirty five year olds playing teenagers, kind of in a weird vibe. Like, I don't. People who enjoy Grease too or whatever are m- mistaken. <laughs> I actually, I don't mind it. Um, okay, be- sorry, get out of here. No, I'm that. a huge, I'm a huge Grease guy. Like to be honest, but I'm a I, huge Grease. I'm a greasy guy. Yo, dude, I'm a T-bird. You know what I'm saying? I, okay. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm Grease Lightning, but uh, I just think like, oh, man, I hate seeing prequels done. In the future, like, you know, it's just hard to, it's hard for my mind to be able to take this as like the story before, you know, an old ass movie. Well, yeah, a movie that was made in what was that like the 70s or 80s and it was supposed to be set in the 50s? I think it was like made in the 80s, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But Um, I mean, it was like disco time. And now it's going to be made in 2022 set in the 50s like i don't know technically it's supposed to be like four years before the events of greece 
Okay, so like maybe depending on when I don't know if like so like you know Danny Zuko maybe like forty nine. Yo, what if they have Danny Zuko as a freshman or like an eighth grader, and these people are like the seniors, and they're like, "Get out of here!" And what if he they 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 could do some cool stuff? Like dazed and confused kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe it'd be cool if they shot it like with the old cameras and stuff. Like, don't give me the HD. I don't want Mean Girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. Originally, it was supposed to be like Grease, Rydell High. It, it was supposed to be an HBO Max show, and now they're making it for Paramount. I don't it's know. Called. I don't know. I just think, you know, maybe we should come up with something else. Yeah, I feel you. Well, um, but I'm going to watch it, at least the first episode, <laughs> um, to see so we can talk shit. Uh, well, V, uh, anything else with Quick Hits? Yeah, Giselaine, Giselaine, am I? I don't even know how to say her name right now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Maxwell uh, is getting... 20 years of jail for aiding Epstein in the whole sex trafficking business that, you know, he was part of. Um, So, and I guess like maybe like five years of something, some sort of like parole or watch or whatever. Well, she's like 60 years old. That means that when she gets out, she'll be 80. Um, I don't know. I mean, she was like the right-hand woman for Yeah. I mean, like she kind of did a lot of the work of like recruiting slash keeping these girls like comfortable, I say with air quotes. Also, though, like they say, I I don't know, like he he had a lot of dirt on people. So maybe she had a lot of dirt on high. Oh, she definitely has a lot of dirt. Yeah. So, I mean, this might be the best that they could give her. And she might like be, I don't know what the, I don't know what, this is a really weird topic, but um, it's interesting that she didn't end up dead because like they, I've been hearing things like they're putting her on like suicide, suicide watch. watch. Same type of thing happened with, um, Jeffrey, yeah, yeah mm. with Jeffrey Epstein and stuff. Yeah, so sure. yeah. Um, well, yikes. What really made you go yikes this week, V? Well, Ezra Miller is currently avoiding the law avoiding the press, avoiding any sort of being tracked because they supposedly have some teen, I guess, 18-year-old that they've known since this teen was like 12 or something that supposedly they've been grooming in a cult-like way or like whatever. They might even be housing like multiple other like kids and things right now. People aren't really sure. They can't find where they are. Um, and it's also becoming to be an issue for DC, which we talked a little bit about last week because I guess Comic-Con pulled, um, I think the flash, which Ezra is supposed to be, uh, you know, the title character of, um, from their whole bit and everything. So I don't, I don't know. No one, I guess Ezra Miller has, I think they've deleted their Instagram. They've been, I think, maybe even like making fun of the authorities on Twitter. I don't know. Shit's been getting crazy. Yeah, I've been hearing like, so I guess there's like, he's got like a family on like his family, like his family owns like a ranch or something like that. In Vermont or something. And, uh, you know, he's got them up there. He's got like guns, private property and stuff. And um apparently he's like taking care of them but he's just like going off the deep end and it just sucks because like you got this whole movie that's like actually they i'm I'm hearing is really good but it's like how are they supposed to promote this without the guy you know and and they're gonna you know what they should have done is made this into like a, a batman movie and called it like batman flashpoint or something like that because there's two batmans in this like you know it's like 
It's it's so crazy saying Batman instead Batman. of Batman. <laughs> Not one. But Yo, multiple, what if they called plural. it Batman? That would have been crazy. Batman. Yo. With like the E would like have like some sort of like something behind it. Yeah, I like know. I don't know, like a lightning bolt E or something. I don't know, but that would have been a movie I would have gone seen. Batman. Flashpoint. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyways. Uh. You know. It's, I, I, I really do wonder what's going to happen. On the flip side of this, you've been hearing about uh, Disney coming back to Johnny Depp, like a $300 million. Yeah, like some millions and millions of dollars. Oh, my goodness. For him to come back to they the, gotta pay him. the Caribbean. Like, which, when did the last Car- Pirates of the Caribbean movie come out? I mean, no one cares because they didn't have Jack Sparrow in it, you know? Whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't- but I mean, you know that people are gonna go see this movie of Johnny Depp. I hate all these. Like, it's truly like all these people who are like bending at the feet of Johnny Depp is it's honestly disgusting to me. But I mean, that's one side of the coin. I think I think in general though, you have to you have to look at both sides. Both sides, like one like uh, what's her name? Um, Amber Heard. Amber Heard is definitely off her rocker. Like the the. The woman, like, I mean, I mean, both I don't off think either rocker. of them are right. No, I don't think but, anything that happened. But like the case that he did was that she was a, an anonymous report that like she didn't even mention any names. He said that that was libel. And so like what he's pretty much saying, what the standard was set with this case is that anytime a person who's been abused set like says anything without even saying names, then now they're going to like it just sets a bad standard in general. Do I think she did some abusing as well? Yes. But it just is a bad standard set in general. I mean, I don't know. I would have to, I I might have to uh, agree to disagree with this one because, you know, there's a lot of other, you know, this is not like every other case. Like this one is very unique in the sense that, you know, his livelihood, like what he does, like as an actor was, I mean, same for her, but it was kind of self-inflicted. I feel like you didn't have to go and and do this article. And then there's like money and stuff involved that she was supposed to donate, you know, to all this stuff. And it's just it was just a mess. But regardless, I think, um, you know, I, I think Johnny Depp, you know, is a high ticket right now. If you put him in your movie, people are going to go watch it. And it's not like having Ezra Miller in your movie right now. So, um Right. So we'll have to see what happens. $300 million is a huge amount of money That's just to be in one movie. So that would mean that they think that that movie can make like a billion. double. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a billion dollars on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, V, you know what I want to know. What are you watching? I watched it so people don't have to. <laughs> I feel short. like you do a lot of this though for us. Um, <laughs> Buckhead Shore. What'd you just say? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I started it. Um, it only has like two episodes out so far. Um, and it is, it's something. It's is it good? Truly, I could tell that they're trying to like form, like make people, the characters much like Jersey Shore. Yeah. Or I, I never watched Florida Bama, Florida Bama Shore. I don't even know what that vibe was. But you could tell like it's, it's so tacky they got their snooky in there or something it's just definitely like these people are toxic like it's a different vibe if they're all they're probably younger than me they're probably like mid early 20s and a couple of them are like kind of like atlanta royalty so one of them is the son of 
the like the people who own Zaxby's. Mm. One of them is like the son of this big time producer who produces a lot of stuff here out of Atlanta, like uh, music wise. One of them, I forget who, but one of them is the son of the guy who opened Magic City and helps run Magic City, the strip club now. Interesting. Wow. And then it's a bunch of biddies and a bunch of whatever. And like they all live in Buckhead, which they call the Beverly Hills of Atlanta, which I think is the funniest shit on the face of the planet. <laughs> I've never and, heard that. And they all go to Parker, who's the one who's the Zaxby uh, rain guy. Um, he has a big house on Lake Burton, which I think it's up like past Alonica in Northern Georgia. And so they, you know, they're all going there and there's already drama because Parker dated one girl who's going to be there. And then the other girl that he dated is like, maybe going to break up with him because like the one girl he dated texted this or that. Like, it's just all, it's just petty, petty, toxic drama so far. It's not the same as like, it doesn't feel as organic as like Jersey Shore, because it just I mean, they weren't like, they weren't trying to act like anything like when they were Jersey Shore. Now, like Buckhead Shores, like they know that they're, you know, competing with seasons of different shows before. Like they know this is going to be look what they're named. Buckhead Shore. This is the dumbest name. There's no way this there's gets no the second shore. season. There's, there's no shore. Well, that's Buckhead. why they took them to wherever to be on a lake, probably, because they're like, look, well, water. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, it's, um, um, is there anybody? Know. Is there any character on there that does stand out? Is there a Polly D? Is there anybody? A J Wow? Do they Not, got nicknames? They like they're trying to give them nicknames, and I don't know. But um, I feel like so one of the guys, his name is Adamo. He's like he's gay, so like there's gonna be a big like arc of him coming out. There's like this one girl, Bethania, who like is definitely like a little bit more. She's more of like the Sammy sweetheart kind of one, mm. and I definitely I'm gonna see. I feel like she's gonna get screwed over by one of the guys on the show. But besides that, Ronnie. like nobody, Ronnie, Ronnie. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't know if will I keep watching it. Maybe. If I need something to, like, just make my brain go to mush when I'm feeling some kind of way, like I have been feeling this past week. <laughs> so you're going to watch it. Well, good for you. We'll good have for to you. see. But, hey, Sai, what have you been watching? Me? Um, well, I, I actually threw on this uh, this movie. Like, you know, Netflix be really throwing out old movies Netflix now. Netflix be Tossing the retro movies at yeah, you. Yeah, but like it's it's cool. I, I like it. I mean, just give me more of those if you can get your license, your hands on those licenses because Netflix be I, I can't stand it when you get on there and you can't find anything to watch. It's like what are what are the the person that I'm taking their password paying for this? Like for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, it's really good. The Mist. Have you seen it? No, what is oh, it about? Man. Who it's, is in it's, it? It's an adaption of a Stephen King movie, and they actually made a TV show about it like a couple years Ooh. back. Um, but it's it's essentially like you know the movie is great because it's 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 I, I think it's directed by Frank Darabont who did um, who did Shawshank Redemption and the first season. One of my of the, favorite movies of yeah, all time. It's one of the best movies of all time. Um, and then also the first season of The Walking Dead. So you got like a couple, yeah. like you got like three or four people from the walking dead that are in this. So it's, it's got like a, it's a post apocalyptic type thing. They yeah. get all stuck in a supermarket and there's something outside in the mist. It's the mist. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it's got a really kind of like 
sad, ironic ending and stuff. So um, I, I thought it was good and entertaining. It kept my interest, which didn't. I'm speaking of the next one. I was. I was so happy that it came out on Disney Plus, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know how I love multiverse stuff. Um, you really do. I really do. It's like, you know, it's like a, a hair over from time travel. But, um, but you know, with this going on, it's, it's, you could, some would say time travel is a form of multiverse. But, okay. anywho, <laughs> uh, so we get it up on the big screen and it's looking all pretty. I'm like, wow, it's like we got the movie theater right here. And like an hour into the movie, I'm just like, falling asleep or no. bored yes it's like terrible actually First, I actually i haven't seen it yet either i mean i'd be interested to get your take without like any bias or hearing me talk about it right i now. mean it doesn't matter you can tell me anything i've listened to plenty of podcasts about it so well it's just like i feel like marvel is really as diluted their brand when it comes to the mcu because I mean, like right off the bat, like, you know, we all saw Spider-Man, the latest one. Um, I loved it. And, and it was good, you know, but you know how at the end of it, like you, you're, everyone's supposed to forget about Spider-Man because that's what happened. Everyone forgot who right. he was like, you know, and he was that he was Spider-Man and stuff. That was the whole point of the movie. Well, like in the first like 10, 15 minutes of Doctor Strange, like they bring up Spider-Man. Like they're like, have you ever dealt with the multiverse before? And he's like, yeah, we actually just did with Spider-Man. No, you shouldn't even know who Spider-Man is and what you did for Spider-Man because that was the whole point. He said it in the movie. Doctor Strange said it in Spider-Man's movie. He's like, even I will forget like who you are. That's and all. right. He so, did say that. So they're like mm. making these movies and they're not even caring about the movies that literally precede them. Like the movie that precedes this movie, staying by the laws. You know, the shit is all muddied up with Loki and these timelines. Okay, and, I love Loki. Yeah, well, Loki I love show. it too. But like when you're talking about consistency and continuity, like these are the things that are important to me as a movie watcher. No, I agree. Um, you know, it's just like have some respect for it for us. You know what I'm saying? Put we, some respect on the multiverse's yo, name. Yo, <laughs> respect <laughs> on the multiverse, yo. Um, but I think uh, overall, I, I just couldn't. I, I literally tried to watch it again last I night. I honestly just want to watch it for Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, she's good. I, the movie should have been not even Doctor Strange's movie, dude. Like, he's not the hero in this. Like, literally every every. I've other- never liked Doctor Strange as a character. The, the first one was really good. It just seemed like this wasn't a sequel to that one. It just seemed like this is more of a sequel to WandaVision. So this should have been like want like you know the black or the black uh the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch and, baby. Yeah, it should have been that movie instead. But you know, I don't know what they're doing here. I guess it's all leading up to this Secret Wars movie where they're just gonna have a crazy like bunch of heroes all crossover and stuff. But. Even like the the cameos in it for that like we're all excited about they just it just seems like unnecessary all of it it's cool to see the like you know Doctor Xavier from the X Men Fox universe in here and stuff but it's just like it really didn't mean anything so um, mm. that was my take on it I hope I, I wonder if like you'll have a different take on it when you watch it um, you got Disney Plus right. I do. Yeah. Well, um, now I know who to hit up when I need a password. (laughs) All right. Well, um, V, why don't we get to our slapper of the week? And actually, this week's slapper of the week comes from like one of my favorite artists and um, (laughs) and is one of his favorite artists. Um, It comes from me, uh, Shashi. That's my artist name and my real name. Oh, my God. And my friend Brody James. Um, you know, I'm happy whenever I create a song because we can play it actually on this show. Um, because, I mean, 
It does have you a, own it. it. I mean, I do, but it does have a sample, so hopefully it doesn't like pick up oh on anything. Oh my god, Cy. I, I know, but if you guys don't, this might be one of those vault episodes that, like, one day when we have enough people for Patreon, you'll get this episode if it gets deleted. But um, regardless, this is my new song called "Wake Up" um, by me, Shashi, uh, featuring my brother Brody James, and uh, produced the beat. Um, I mean, you remember when my friend Brody came down and he performed? Yeah, I we, we recorded this song in one day and then went over to drew's place to go record the video right after that so it's been it was like one of those days where we're just like creating and i'm really happy with the way it turned out and stuff so and the song is called wake up it's kind of like you know it's kind of like where i'm at right now with 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 my life it's like i just want to wake up and 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 all the things that have been kind of feeling like keeping me in the dark um this song kind of is like you know my beginning of like i'm out of the matrix now so this is essentially that's that's the vibes but um without further ado our slapper of the week wake up by shashi featuring brody james my homie um he kills it so let's go Fucking man now, it's amazing how I do it. So flush, but I never been fluid. I watch the money go high like American skies. The brightest fireworks on the 4th of July. Feeling heavy, homie, stay up. Got the loud pack ready for the breakup. Let me put it in the air, you don't fly kid here. It's a blessing every day that we This is how we do it. This is how we do 
Brought to you by me and my homie Brody James. That's called Wake Up. Uh, video dropping Friday everywhere. Also available everywhere right now, um, wherever you listen to music. So check it out. Woo. Thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, V, do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah, I just wanted to shout out my family. So like my parents, my brothers, Vince, Frank, Jack. Um, and also I wanted to shout out my extended family. So like my cousins, Lydia, Cora, Bianca, Christian, um, Dante, Dominic. Oof. Um, but uh, and uh, Stella and Moses, it was great to see everybody and great to see all their kids and everything and just being able to, you know, reconnect and celebrate the love. Aww. <laughs> you know, you gotta love those weddings where the whole family can come. You know what I'm saying? I know, like we were. It's a little different from. It's with. a little different partying than the ones where it's like all your friends. You know? Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun because like. You know, my parents ro- drove in, so like they rolled in with like a cooler, like set up the bar. They had like we went to the um, farmers market on Saturday morning before the wedding, so we could like have some snacks and stuff. So um, you know, it was it was a great time all around. Awesome! I'm glad you had a good time. Shout out to your fam. Um, well, I got a few shout outs. Um, obviously, shout out to Brody James. Um, <laughs> We made that song and and we've you know been making music for like pretty much like 20 years now and uh this is the first time that we've been able to actually put a song out and a video out together you know he lived up in new york now he lives down in florida so you know we only had 48 hours to make a song and a video (laughs) 48 hours yeah so (laughs) yeah so we had to wake up and make it um so shout Uh, out to him yeah um shout out to um also drew hill the homie for helping out with the video Lizandy. Lizandy. Um, I wanted to shout out to you for coming out to support your boy for DJing. Thanks. You're such a sweetie. Thanks. I do what I can. I've yeah. you know, got the girls to come. and You're the homie. You know? um, and then also I want to shout out um, the most beautiful woman in my life, which is my mother, for her birthday uh, this oh Thursday. God. We will be heading down there for 4th of July to see the family. My brother will be in town and so um, fun. my other nephew. So I have all three of my... I have just three of all my the nephews. Nephews, a lot of nephews in my life, but um, I'm sure my mom's going to enjoy just T-O having... T.O. season. Yeah, T.O. season. <laughs> oh! Um, so yeah, I love you, mom. Happy birthday. Um, I love you so much and I uh, can't wait to see you. So that's our show, guys. 220. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with 221 and uh, next week because that's how numbers work. I'll be recording from Orlando, so wow. I might have a different background, but you know, we'll we'll get it popping one way or another. What you got planned for this weekend? I'm going to Navarre Beach mm. with a group of our friends to celebrate Julia's 30th as well as the fourth. But like, I don't, you know me, I'm not really patriotic in the fact. I feel like my rights are being taken from me eh, like yeah. not really the vibe but um but i will be just sitting on a beach getting tan hopefully taking some thirst traps that will make me happy i, I can't believe wait. julia's 30 that's crazy yeah. she looks super young mm-hmm. um well good for her happy birthday i guess to her as well 
um so yeah guys we'll see you next week um you know we got after next week's episode it'll be only the Finally. next week we'll have bachelorette we only talk. have one more monday left of no bachelorettes yeah enjoy it while you can um well guys we'll see you next week it's been your favorite podcast future bachelor my name is Sai. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye Podcast.